0: Hi everybody, my name is Sarah Lang and I'm the founder of the Changemakers Playground, a place where we shine the light on ordinary people and organizations doing amazing things to help make the world a better place. When I'm not on the playground, you can find me working with nonprofits across the US to raise more money, build better boards, brag about the great work they're doing and planning for their future. Today, I'm interviewing Liz Stukisandi who runs Music to Life an organization which fosters social change by raising awareness, engaging communities, and supporting artists to serve as social activists. As the daughter of Noel Paul Stuckey of the famed folk trio Peter, Paul, and Mary, Liz has had a lifetime of experience witnessing the ways in which music nurtures social change. She and her father are working tirelessly to identify and promote up-and-coming musicians Who have something to say about what's going on in the world today? Listen in to learn more about Liz, her big why, and what Music to Life is doing to be the change they want to see in the world.
1: I am Liz Jukisani. I am the founder and executive director of Music to Life. Music to Life is a national nonprofit that builds activism um, through music.
0: Great. So how did Music to Life come about? Um, tell me the, the backstory of the organization.
1: Well, we sort of joke that I'm kind of carrying on the family business, um, because some of you may recognize my middle name of Stuckey. Uh, my dad is Noel Paul Stukey of the folk trio Peter, Paul and Mary, which was very active during the 60s um, and involved in all kinds of civil rights movements. And, and using music as a real tool then, to inspire and activate and um, sort of galvanize people around different issues, and so uh, when he and I got together, and well, I really pushed him to consider how that legacy might live on um, in the future, both while he's here, but also when he's not here, and. Over the years, this concept of Music to Life has really evolved um, in, frankly, in very close partnership with him. And I think that's been one of the wonderful side benefits of of when you know that there is um, something you want to do in the world that hasn't really been done before. um, uh, And you're working with kind of a model in some ways for... Uh, what music has been and and uh, he is often looked to as kind of an icon and sort of a legacy figure around what music has done in the past. And I'm standing with a foot, obviously having known him, but also with a foot in the future of what music could do and could be. And here we are in a new age of music with new technologies and new um, you know, socially conscious consumers and new genres of music and new ways to kind of engage people around social change. And so we both have had this wonderful um, connection and um, it's really, I think, strengthened where um, we're going with this. And so we, so we started, you know, just testing the waters, just kind of does this music even exist anymore? Um, and we did that with a social justice songwriting competition many years ago now, Um, and what came out of that was, yes, this music exists. Yes, it exists in many genres, and in fact, beyond what we had anticipated, um, artists are actually really hungry for venues, platforms, um, supportive organizations that can help them step off the stage and step into activism. And we first started to get that sense when we did this songwriting competition, And then just things kind of took off from there because we had organizations coming to us and saying things like you know I need a new way to look at how music might help me reach my donors or uh, engage younger audiences um, or frankly empower some of the vulnerable populations that I'm working with and so then we had to start thinking all right well how can music really do that and that's kind of brought us to the point at which we are now.
0: Great. So, what kinds of challenges and obstacles have you guys run into, um, and what
1: lessons have you learned along the way? Um, when you say challenges, what do you um, just? Do you mean in terms of forming, just getting this whole thing off the ground? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, where have the bumps in the road been? Um, well, I. I There are some obvious ones. Dad is of a time of a generation where folk music was the answer um, and sort of was the the vocal piece, you know, the voice of the people and, and therefore the genre of social change music. So I think getting past that and having people appreciate that we were not just a folk organization, but that we were taking that notion of speaking for the people and Um, you know furthering it through all the genres that exist now so that you know that was certainly one piece. Um, The more nuanced piece is uh, folks have a real sense of how music makes change Um, and I think they see it through donations to schools, you know instrument donations to schools. I think they see it through a benefit concert where people come in and pay money um, which is great and and money gets raised um, but the artist sort of stays on the stage, um, and there's a very scripted sense of the executive director going to talk for five minutes. <laughs> Ours is going to happen. We're going to have a great show, and people pay money. But then they go away, and what do they really, you know, sort of take with them in terms of the, the, you know, the mission of the organization or the issue or whatever? Um, so pushing through that model has been really challenging, and I, I guess that really could be generalized out to you know anybody that's really trying to do something new or different with a media that is all around us and sort of everybody thinks they know what that media is about um we've often had people say or I often say to people you know we're not just making another kind of pen or another telephone you know or whatever it's it's really a a very different way of strategically using music and that's that's really hard. And frankly, it can be very, very discouraging when you're trying to be a disruptor of what has been. Um, so, so um, what's your big why? Why are you doing this? I do often say this is something I can't not do. And sometimes I don't have an explanation for that, except I do think there's something in my bones having been kind of an audience member since before I was even born, because I'm sure I was sort of in utero as mom was kind of touring with dad. Um, but as a young kid, honestly, I um, I would be in audience moments, before I could probably even articulate it, but I would be in audience moments where there was some kind of transformation happening around me through this kind of concert experience where this these individuals who kind of didn't really know each other before they came into a theater now had this shared experience of kind of having you know witnessed the music witnessed the issues been kind of moved to sort of react in some way and and they're clapping and they're singing together and they're kind of and it's all done in this kind of social change kind of under the social change umbrella i think as a kid i was I was witnessing that. I was sort of taking that in. And so I say that it's in my bones because what happens now is my big thing is may there never, ever be a wasted audience moment. You know, when it comes to a gathering of people that are collected to learn or engage or otherwise be sort of moved and connected to an issue, may, there, may we all, you know, my my job, my driver is to ensure that music is strategically Used in that moment, so the people go away with more because that's that's what music can do for them. You know, sort of heightened that heightened sense of togetherness, that heightened sense of awareness, and frankly, that kind of spark to be engaged more engaged with the issue than they might have thought they could be before. So that's that's really and and because so because people don't into they don't really understand how music can be used in the in the um, nonprofit world like that, I I feel like every time I see someone have this moment of, oh my gosh, I had no idea we could use music in this way, or or, um, that this artist would speak to me in this way, it really, it drives me. And then there's another part of me that's just, you know, the commercial industry and the entertainment industry so have this locked up. I mean, they use music so seductively and so cleverly and just... And so what we're also trying to do, frankly, is kind of poach from what they do to, to engage people and say, you know what, we could use this same kind of strategic thinking when it comes to the charitable sector um, in, a, in a much more you know, savvy way. So,
0: Cool. What lessons have you learned along the way that you would want to pass on to other people?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you were involved in a social entrepreneur-related venture, um, hang in there, man. It is um, make sure you line up advocates and supports for yourself because there will be high moments and there will be low moments. Um, so do that. Um, keep your mind open to how the road may shift slightly. Um, you, it's absolutely have your vision in place, but be open to what the universe is telling you when it comes to shifting slightly, so it's such that you're getting to your vision, but there may be steps you hadn't thought of when you originally started. So don't be so um, sort of pigheaded or sort of, you know driven that you miss those chances to learn along the way. And they are tired. they are hard. they are hard because you, you know, you feel like you've finally gotten somewhere and then it, it may just be a couple of comments that, that make you go, oh gosh, right, I have to rethink that. Oh, I can't deliver it in this way that I thought was gonna work, damn. And so so just watch, and then go, so then go back to your supporters and be like, oh no, here I am. Um, but in the same way, be open to um, the hope and the messages that the universe is sending you because I do find that I turn on the radio I open a magazine. I, um, you know, I walk into a room sometimes, and I will see something that I swear has been put there to teach me a lesson. Um, and it's, you know, it's a particular kind of photograph. It's again, it's it's a, it's an interview with a rap artist. It's a it's even something somebody has said or some book that they've told me to read, and it is absolutely on point with where I'm going. So. Um, so those are a few things, and um, and be and t- be kind to yourself. I am I am not. <laughs> I'm laughing because I that doesn't always work for me, but I think um, it's really important. And it, and if you know, if this concept, here's the other thing. If this concept is meant to be in the world, um, you can't be the only owner. And so I think for a long time I felt like, oh my gosh, if I don't, if I am not just 24 seven pushing a snowball up the hill damn, you know, it's so not going to happen, and it's going to be me who fails. And I think the thing is, if, if a concept is meant to be in the world, um, it, it really will get picked up by others. It, it really will. And, and, and that's the whole idea, is, is that you will be lifted. You know, your concept um, to, to kind of improve the universe will be lifted by others around you. Um, so maybe it fits and starts. It may not be this you know light switch, but but it will be lifted. And that's 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 the secret behind a, a great concept. Great.
0: Where do you want to be in two to three years?
1: Uh, 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 um, I'd like to be funded. because um, I think what we've done to date is a lot of just really good, feel-good work. I've got a lot of amazing people around me many, many nodding heads, many willing hands, many, um, you know, believers. And, uh, and I think my goal is to really uh, get myself clear enough in, in, in where we need to be so that all of this good feeling and goodwill can kind of coalesce around a business model and a direction that will land us so that I can say this may not be two to three years, but so I can say we're on the road to becoming the MacArthur Genius Award for social change musicians, or you know, whatever the Guggenheim Fellowship for activist artists. Like I'd like to be recognized as, um, you know, they're on that ro- they're on that road. I can see that now.
0: That's great. Um, what would you tell others who want to make a difference in the world?
1: <laughs> um, oh my gosh, we need you. We so need you. Um, uh, do a lot of listening to, like, if you have a need that you feel like you've identified, that you think there's a gap out there to, to filling, um, do a lot of listening around that need and a lot of talking to other people and a lot of reading, um, and again, you may have, you may really feel like you have the answer, um, but float that answer out there because here's what doesn't go away. What doesn't go away is your interest in making a difference in the world, um, and that is keep that always ever present. However, you may not know right now exactly the way that that difference needs to be manifest. You may think you know, um, so don't ever give up on that need and that interest in being a change maker in the world just um, just keep at it and keep putting it out into the universe because it will be shaped you will fig- you absolutely will figure it out but it's like it's like starting with kind of a piece of marble or a piece of stone like it, it will you know you kind of need to chip away a little bit to, to figure out exactly specifically what that difference is going to look like.
0: So. Great do, do you feel like just, famous people and their offspring can make a difference or do you. Think?
1: Oh my gosh, no. I have been humbled, humbled by all the people that I have met along the way who are doing unbelievable things. And, you know, honestly, sometimes I think, and it's weird because, yeah, I guess I'm right. I guess I am the offspring of a famous dad. But I have to say, if somebody, you know, it's not like I was given a million dollars to do this. And, and I've said... I've really felt this, and the more I'm in this, I believe it. If somebody had swooped down 10 years ago and said, here's a million dollars, go do your idea, um, I don't think we'd be... uh, Honestly, we might have just fizzled out. um, Because, frankly, the the hard path of doing all these things I've been saying, like the testing your concept and listening and... um, getting the feedback and revising and revamping, that hard, frankly, unpaid work um, has made me even more confident that, that we're gonna get to where we're going. Um, so, um, I feel like that's where it's at. And, um, and, I feel, and you know, so I feel kind of lucky. I mean, I, you know, would I love to have a million dollars, you know, given my fame and connections a decade ago? It would have been interesting. It's like that sliding doors thing there, but oh, what would have happened there? What would have, but given where I am right now, I'm so prepared um, to take, you know, the next steps and to take them, you know, with a little bit of cynicism and but and with a little bit of hard knocks kind of philosophy and, but with, you know, with consistent, like, because I've been affirmed every step of the way with a consistent sense of, you know, this is, this is what I can't not do, so. I think one of the things that's been
0: impressive for me, just having watched your journey, is how you just keep persevering. And that's one of the things I really admire about you is that, you know, um, you have not been making money off this. This is not, you know, work that you're doing for an income. It's it's really soul-driven. And I think, you know, sometimes people think, well, I can't do that because I can't make a living at it. It's like, well, you know, there are lots of people who are making a difference in the world that aren't making a living at it. So I think that's one of the things that I've really admired watching you, not just as you've kind of morphed and evolved over time through this listening and lesson process, but also just that you have never given up. And, you know, I really think music to life is, is an amazing organization and really has already done amazing things and will continue to do amazing things. And It'd be great if if you could get paid, too. <laughs> yeah. How's that for a concept? Yeah.
1: Um, well, thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Um, the admiration is mutual.
0: So. Thank you. So um, if people want to support what it is that you're doing at Music to Life, how can they do that?
1: Yeah. We, um, we're on our way to becoming our own 501c3. Um, so for now... Uh, From a financial standpoint, you would go to fracturedalice.org and you'd look us up. Um, uh, Right now I think we're music number two life, Um, but I think if you just typed in, you know, music number two life or music TO life, you'd probably find us. So from a financial standpoint, that's what you would do. Or you just send me an email and we can talk about giving. But there are lots of initiatives right now that, um, whether it's an advisory board situation, whether it's coming to your community or your city and and helping us organize a a house party where we identify activist artists in your community that are doing incredible work with their music, um, uh, whether it's helping us kind of grow into this next stage of of what we need to do, reaching out to known artists. connecting with them. There are just lots of different things um, going on. So, so from an advisory board standpoint, from a volunteer standpoint, from a um, giving back financially standpoint, um, I would say just get—just send me an email. Great, and we'll make sure that
0: we include your email with uh, the content that accompanies this video.
1: Great, thank you. Awesome, is there anything else you want to say to people? No, just really um, keep going. And, and find, your, find your support, find your, cause the ups and downs will happen and the downs really don't feel very good. <laughs> but, and so know that, know that, you know, I've been there too and, um, and just, just find, what, find what restores your spirit because we really need people out there making a difference. We really, really need it. And it is really hard work. Um, and, it's, and yet it is so incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. So keep it up. Great. Thank
0: you. Thanks for joining us on the Changemakers Playground today. I hope you're feeling as inspired as I am by the work that our changemakers are doing. Stay tuned for future episodes. And
1: remember, each one of us has the power to be a changemaker.